What's up, Video Landers? I'm your special guest host this evening, Kyle Brown, and with me tonight are the wingmen, Cousin Wayne and Nathan. And tonight we also have joining us on location from Hong Kong, China, Ooh. Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> I love the time delay. It's going to be so great. Uh, where are you actually calling from tonight, Marshall? Uh, I'm in Georgia, He's and you guys needed a phone for, phone a friend, so I figured I'd help out. Yeah, that's oh, very that's cool. very lovely. I'll be, I'll be your phone a friend for this one. <laughs> All right, and tonight on our episode, uh, we are going to be breaking down two kung fu flicks that go into our tournament. Uh, before that, we're going to talk about. Places you can find us. Facebook, that's where all our conversation starts. We've uh, had little posts on there, little polls uh, about these two particular movies. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, iTunes. You're probably listening to it on iTunes or maybe even SoundCloud right now. But most importantly, find us over at adventuresinvideoland.com. Now, we are critics with attitude, which means what, Nathan? It means we say shit that's pretty fucked up, isn't it? Yeah! <laughs> pretty damn fucked up. Pretty <laughs> damn fucked up. What do you, you got to say about that, Marshall? What are you going to say tonight that's pretty fucked up? Uh, people wouldn't understand because it would all be in Chinese anyway. Oh, yeah, that oh, does, yeah, that yeah, does yeah, make sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, tonight we have some yeah. spoiler alerts. If you have not seen the two movies that we are going to be talking about, we are going to be spoiling them. So, you know, just stop the podcast. It's a podcast. You can do that. Go watch the movies. Then come back and listen to it later. It makes the episode a little more enjoyable, in my opinion, if you know what movies we're actually talking about. Uh, but what is a versus, Wayne? Do you want to break it down a little bit? Uh, versus is basically a battle between two movies that we give awards to to see which one comes out the winner. The one with the most points. It's wins. AV's Fight Club of AV's sorts. AV's Fight Club. It's a cinematic clash. <laughs> when he starts to read that, I, I fade out. <laughs> <laughs> two movies enter and one movie leaves. And tonight that is going to happen for sure. Because one of these movies is going to be going into our martial arts tournament. Uh, our martial arts tournament is going to have eight movies in it. And so far... Uh, we have six, and we have two movies left to place. One will be tonight, and one we will do next week. We have Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Enter the Dragon, Ong Bak, Bloodsport, Fist of the White Lotus, or Clan of the White Lotus. They're both the same title. Lone Wolf McQuaid, uh. <laughs> Tonight's winner, and then uh, Drunken Master, or Legend of Drunken Master, which will be our, our next episode. So, Wayne... How do these two movies stack up for us? All right, first we have Iron Monkey, released in 1993 with an IMDb rating of 7.6. Rotten Tomatoes score of 90%. Uh, Director, bear with me here on the pronunciation. I (laughs) suck. I suck horribly. Uh, Director, Wu Ping Yuan. It's Yan Wu Ping. Yan Wu Ping. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Starring Rang Wang Yu. (laughs) Yep, dead on. Donnie Yen. And Gene Wang. And after that, we have uh, Master of the Flying Guillotine, or Guillotine, however you want to pronounce it. Guillotine. Yeah, Guillotine. Came out in 1976 and has an exact copy score, IMDb 7.6, Rotten Tomato score, 90%. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. I had to make sure I wouldn't look at the same movie twice, but it it is. Uh, Director Yu Wang. (laughs) (laughs) What, are you, what did you just call me? What did you call me? You Wang. <laughs> this is worth the price of admission. It is. <laughs> Starring Yu Wang <laughs> and Tian Wu Chu and Kong Jin. <laughs> you know, Wang, that actually went a lot better than I expected. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank, you, thank you. Thank you. Like, we were, we were making fun of you a little bit beforehand. Even English names you have a lot of <laughs> I trouble with. So, Chinese names, and you didn't practice at all, did you? No, I did not. You did not. I, I wasn't even going to try to start writing these down. I'm like, you know, fuck it. <laughs> I just wrote them down. <laughs> well, guys, we chose these two movies for specific reasons. Uh, those reasons being, we wanted to get a, a Donnie Yen movie in, because Donnie Yen is pretty important in, you know, uh, 90s, 2000s martial arts movies, and 
Yin Wu Ping is a very important director, especially yeah. uh, with the the new age sort of uh, martial arts that have come along. He's been such a great director and, and a spearhead towards that. And we also wanted to throw in uh, the highest rated in the One Armed Boxer saga. This is like five or six movies that that follow this, and uh, Master of the Flying Guillotine was the highest rated of them. Uh, so two very different styles of movies. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. have a very Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon type of movie, and we have a very Shaw Brothers type of movie going head to head to see you know what's going to happen, and maybe this will inform a little bit towards the tournament at the end of the year whether you favor you know something like uh, a Fist of the White Lotus or. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. So we'll see. What do you What do you think about this one, Marsh? What do you think of these two movies? Uh, no, it's a good matchup. I, I'm. I don't know if we have ever had one where the their ratings are exactly the same. Where like oh, wait, I don't, are I don't know. exactly the same. Yeah, uh, it's pretty rare to have a versus with the, the exact yeah. ratings, but yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, impressive. but uh, yeah, I think they match up pretty well. Um, you know, they they both. I, I feel like Master of the Flying Guillotine had a little bit of the. Like the wire work, the wuja or whatever they call it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think it's a good pairing. One's a little bit older, you know, in the seventies, but um, yeah, I think they match up pretty well. What do, you, what do you guys think, Wayne, Nathan? I thought it was a great matchup. I mean, really, like I said, you have two very, very different looks to these films. As far as you know, how good they were and so forth. I mean, I, it was just a really close matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a blast. I, mm-hmm. I think, like, you know. I've said before these the martial arts marathons getting a little like it's a certain wear on me. We've been doing it all year, and like these are fucking bangers. I think yeah. like they mm-hmm. really are, man. So this was a lot of fun for me. All right, well, are you guys ready to kick this thing off? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, round one. Wayne, <laughs> <laughs> uh, start us off. Best film location. All right, best location for me was uh, Master of the Flying Guillotine, the Coffin Shop. Oh, it's yeah. just just a. Badass place for for a final. This one of these fuckers is gonna die. There's no, there's no getting around it, and and just to have that in a coffin shop. Just, what a great setting. It was I, I loved it. Yeah, it, was it, it cool. Very fitting. Marshall. Uh, my best location. Um, are we doing any like runner ups? Do you want me to give yeah, some? You can out if you want some. Um. Yeah. So so all mine go to Master of Flying Guillotine. I didn't really have a best location in Iron Monkey. Like, nothing stood out to me in that film. I agree. Um, whereas, the Flying Guillotine, I had, like, his initial house, the, the whatever you want to call him, the Blind Master, you know. I don't remember what his name is. But Fushang that guy, Wuchi. Mm-hmm. Uh, like his, what's it? Uh, Fushang Wuchi. Fushang Wuchi. Um, his, like, hermit house up in the mountains. I thought that was a pretty cool location mm-hmm. for him. Um, the, like you said, Wayne, um, it didn't get my my uh, award, but the the coffin house, the like the it was almost kind of like a Home Alone style, you know, room yeah, of tricks. It was. And, you know, like it was really cool the way that was designed. Uh, but my um, award goes to that. Um, I guess I'll call it the hot floor room where oh, he starts yeah. battling him, yeah. and you got oh, the yeah. guys outside that are like flaming the fires underneath and setting. You know, heating up the floor. I thought that was a pretty badass location to, to have a battle to. Like it was really creative and, and uh, on uh, the one on boxers part. So I, that that gives mine is the is the hot floor room in the flying guillotine. It was really okay. hot. I'm going to bring that up later. Yeah. As, as yeah. As. <laughs> uh, so I also went with uh, flying guillotine. Uh, so in the last one we did, uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid. My my favorite location was. Uh, 
that fucking uh, J.J. McQuaid's bachelor pad. Mm-hmm. Well, fucking the Master <laughs> of the Flying Guillotine's got a fucking sick-ass bachelor pad, too, man. Yeah, it's it with all the fucking train dummies and shit. But he throws the fucking guillotine out and chops all their fucking heads off. Nice. And goes inside and, like, does his fucking meditation or whatever. Jumps out of the fucking ceiling. <laughs> sets that shit on fire. And he's like, I'm out. That fucking place was badass. It was a great intro to a movie. And, like, it's fucking sick, dude. Like, yeah, best location. Fushang Wuchi's Mountain Retreat. Yeah. Flying guillotine. No, that, I, th- I we're all in agreement that Master of the Flying Guillotine had way better locations. But mm. I even went different. I just went like that that big open battle arena, and where there's just like it's just oh, yeah. all this open space yeah. to just, just fucking fight in. But then off to the side, there's a pit with just fucking knives just yeah. sticking up and like wood planks to walk on. <laughs> if you fall off, you're dead. Like it was a crazy like weird location, but it was really kind of a cool setting to have like an actual like tournament in where it's like. Okay, this round, you're just going to be fucking fighting over the tops of knives. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> can I, can I tell you something? So when we were watching this tournament thing, and we and I, as I was thinking, you know, like, we give a lot of shit to, like, Bloodsport. Like, Bloodsport kind of got thrown in. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, we'll do Bloodsport and fucking, you know, a kickboxer and whatever. And, like, it's not going to stand up. But, like, you know what? I think Bloodsport fucking has the best tournament mm-hmm. of anything in this fucking Kumite. marathon. The Kumite fucking kicks the shit out of every other fight. Because mm-hmm. they, they do fighting tournaments. Mm-hmm. In, all, in a bunch of these yeah. fucking movies. The Kumite fucking shits down the neck of Flying Guillotine, <laughs> in my opinion. Oh, I agree, but I still like this it, arena. No, I'm, I'm not, uh, yeah, it's a great location, for sure. I, but I, as I was watching, I was like, man, you know what, man? This needs some motherfucker chanting Kumite <laughs> and, like, fucking pulling up shit and, like, yeah. <laughs> I dig it, I dig it. Well, you can't have a good movie without some good characters, Wayne. So who's your favorite character in all these uh, movies? Best character for me, uh, Iron Monkey, went to uh, Huang Kaiying. Okay. God, I hope that's how it's pronounced. Probably not. It is. Donnie Yen's character. Okay, yes. Donnie Yen's character. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, you know, just this whole innocent guy traveling through, caught up in some really fucked up events. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not in town, what, not even a day. He's fighting the Iron Monkey, standing before the governor, with the governor telling him, hey, we're going to keep your son until you arrest the Iron Monkey for us. And <laughs> he just played off of it so well. You know, mm-hmm. I felt bad for the guy. And you almost went on a little journey with him. He was learning some stuff. He became friends with the Iron Monkey and so forth. Just loved his character. What about you, Marsh? Who's your favorite character? Um, yeah, I'm going to piggyback off uh, off of Wayne there. I went with Sweet. Wong Kaying, Donnie Yen's character, and Iron Monkey um, for you know a lot of the same reasons you just said. Like he was just a really cool character to, to spend time with. He was um, just doing the best he could for his son, and you know got involved in some. Some heavy shit. Great minds, um, But he was, uh, you know, he did, a, I thought, a fine job acting, and, you know, obviously kicks ass, you know, kung fu-wise, but he was a fun character. He was a, he was a really cool character to, to, to get to know, so that's who I went with. I also uh, went Iron Monkey Man. Uh, I went with uh, Wong Fei Hung, his wow. son. Wong Fei Hung is really like the standout character for this, for 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 this for me. Like, first of all, so like the next episode we're gonna do, by the way, is Drunken Master versus Drunken Master Two. That's Jackie Chan's character. So the kid in this what? is ja- is Jackie Chan's character. So if you like, the how many da- dads does that motherfucker have? No, so if, you, if you like the dad in this, that's his dad in Drunken Master. So, huh. so cool. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna like that. Um, so Wong Fei Hung though is like a real fucking guy. Like he's a real fucking person. So like he existed from like. Is like 1850 to like 1926 or something, and like he's kind of like a this Chinese folklore kind of Johnny Appleseed kind of motherfucker, <laughs> and like they there's like some 88 movies about this guy, and like uh, this is just one of them, and like I don't know, I just in reading about that 
I just really kind of got taken by the character. And, and, and we, like, the kid's we, fucking great. We watched movies Nathan did a history report. <laughs> no, no, the, the kid's fucking... First of all, the kid's fucking yeah. badass. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I'm pretty well, sure... Well, she I, was. She was. Yeah, 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 yeah. actually right. played by a young girl, so... Yeah, super cool. Just played by a young girl. Yeah. I, no, she was yeah, she a, a great character. It, it really whoops some ass, yeah. Guys, what are you talking about? Feng Shang Wu Chi from Master of the Flying Guillotine. He's fucking cool. He yeah. is fucking cool as shit, dude. <laughs> he is a guy who's just like, he's got like eyebrows over his eyes. He's fucking like blind as shit. <laughs> I give him and some love like, later, I promise. How, how fucking, <laughs> one, just a great weapon and just to be able to be the master of it and to use it in so many ways and to just like, <laughs> we're going to get to quote, but he has the best quote in, in this movie. Yeah. And it's, it's just about how badass this guy is, like. He gives Pai Mei a run for his money. I think in my he does walk around with a big fucking swastika on his chest and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's crazy. Fuck. And I fucking love. He's just like oh, he's, he's a total great. Badass. He's got a fucking banger soundtrack. Absolutely, <laughs> he does. Really Goddamn right, he does. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. but that's that's my favorite character, like by a, by a country and, mile. And I think Wayne, like you said, like I'm gonna I'm gonna give some love to Fu Shang. Like, don't fucking worry about oh, that. Everyone my better, favorite character yeah. is, was uh, was Fei Hong. Okay, that's cool. But sometimes two characters together make a make a movie a little bit more enjoyable. Who are you? Who's your favorite duo? Wayne? Again, I went with Iron Monkey, Doctor Yang, and Miss Orchid. Uh, they, they they were just quite the pair. You know what I mean? And she had her own little backstory. Now he kind of took care of her and stuff. And I thought they just played off of each other really, really well. You know what a great couple, a great duo. I mean, just everything about them was great. Okay, Wayne or uh, Marshall? <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, Wayne, if you ever hack into my computer again, I'm going to come up to Indiana and whoop your ass. <laughs> you, would, you have a disturbing amount of uh, bestiality on your computer there, Marshall. <laughs> well, he's a vet. I'm going to hit you with my Iron Monkey. Uh, I went with Dr. Yang and Miss Orchid as well from uh, from Iron Monkey as my best duo. They were great minds. They were, they, were, they were great on screen to watch, and I don't mm-hmm. I don't know that there were a lot of other duos that kind of jumped out as as, as well as they did. Oh, I'll correct you. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna do, you're gonna do fucking. You're gonna do fucking Wang. Wang. What the fuck's his name? <laughs> Are you gonna do Fu, Fu Shang and the Flying Guillotine? You always just fucking do that. your damn answer, Nate. No, okay. <laughs> uh, I like Doctor Yang and Wong Kai Ying. I like the the, the, the two too. Iron Monkeys. Well, there's fucking f- four Iron Monkeys, but like, right. I like that. I, I first of all, I like their relationship. I like their care. They're fun. Off they play off each other. I think mm-hmm. that Miss Orchid was a great pairing with Doctor Yang as well. Yes, of course it was, Nathan. No, and it was. <laughs> it was fucking whatever. But like. Uh, I like the the. I've always liked you know one of my favorite superhero movies. Let it fuck off is uh, the Phantom, and I I've, I really <laughs> no Nathan no, you fuck off no fuck yeah, off yeah, um, yeah you should fuck off Nathan you're, so, you're, you're you're done I lo- I love the idea of well fucking whatever I also like with like Dread Pirate Roberts and shit and, mm-hmm. and I, I like the idea of like this character that gets passed on to other to other people right. you know and so the Iron Monkey no matter how shitty that character is <laughs> are you talking shit about the Phantom I will fucking destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> Talk that way about fucking Billy Zane, you dick. <laughs> uh, anyway, fucking Dr. Yang and Wonka Yang. Go, fucking go ahead, say fucking... <laughs> well, I was going to say that I really like Yang and Yang as well. Did but, you really? But I didn't get my award. I think I think they were great. They were, oh, it's they Yang were, and Yang. That's funny. Yeah, right. I thought that was funny. Uh, but yeah, I went with Feng Shang Wuchi and his saw hat. Shut the oh, fuck up. How much fucking cooler Almost. do you get? Almost Because this it. dude 
has this fun, like it's a it's an extension of himself. Like sure, even, even when he uses it for the purpose, like flinging it and then cutting heads off. Even when he can't like fucking do that, he's fucking like using it to like just fucking use it as a saw blade, like a fucking like yeah. like brass knuckles type shit. Like the dude, like. How much do you have to work with that fucking instrument to land it on someone's head <laughs> well, from, like, the 50 yards away? And like, be blind. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta be perfect. And, like, like I'm pretty sure he slept with that thing. I'm pretty sure he's fucked it at least twice. So, yeah. Definitely the best duo. First thing that popped in my head. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucked that guillotine. Marshall, do you think he fucked it? Do I think he fucked the guillotine? He probably tried. And he cut the wrong heads off. All right. <laughs> Best villain or antagonist? You're going to love my answer. I better. <laughs> Master of the flying guillotine, Feng Xing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, just what a bad motherfucker. I mean, that's all this guy wants to do. Yeah. Is go out and chop off fuckers' just heads. Just chop off fuckers' heads. And yeah. bring them back to him. <laughs> you know, and, I, and that's all he does. He's obsessed with it. That's... I don't know what kind of uh, relationship he had with his two disciples there, but it must have been a pretty strong one. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, he, as soon as he gets that, you know, that, that thing, and he starts rubbing it, like, oh, one-armed boxer, and she, that's what it did. Did he not? Yeah. Yeah, He's like rubbing it, oh, one-armed boxer. But anyway, uh, the guy was just, just evil. I mean, like, I, I know the swastika isn't originally what everybody thought, yeah. but I mean, still, it looks like, if it you does. don't know that, then you watch this, there's this blind motherfucker chopping off people's heads with a giant swastika <laughs> on his chest. You know, it's just, what a great image for a bad guy. I, I, it just doesn't get much more better than him. Marshall, what about you? Um, is Brad there, or did he take off his head? He's, he's sitting in the room, but uh, he's, he's staying off to the side. Okay. Because uh, I'm going to... I'm going to switch it up here because I originally, I originally had the, I don't know what his, I guess, technical name was in it, but the, the Royal minister, the, the villain in Iron Monkey, that guy, hung. the governor or whatever. I originally, Jesus, had, <laughs> I originally had him as my best villain, but the more I think about it, I think I'm going to have to give a tie Ooh. because yeah, that dude in flying guillotine is just. He's so freaking evil. Like, yeah. They're both just evil sons of bitches that just are relentless. And um, and he's got such a great, you know, um, he's such a visually appealing character. Um, like you said, his weapon is just sick. Um, so I, I think I'm going to have to give a tie to, to those two. That They were they were both pretty, pretty badass uh, villains in these films. Nice. Mm-hmm. I did like the the sleeve thing that the guy in Iron Monkey had going. Oh yeah, yeah that was pretty, pretty cool. tight. No fucking Hin Hung's badass. Like I, he is a, honestly like a great villain. He's uh, fucking the guy's nine wives. He's, yeah, you know? <laughs> he's not. The, he's a great fucking villain. He's no Fu Shang Chi, Master of the Flying Guillotine. Like, but I mean that's just yeah. He's there is no fucking beating this guy. Mm-hmm. Like uh, going into the so one of the things I always talk about is like when we go into this tournament like. Why am I watching? Like, does this film have anything that could take points off of any of the other films that we think are going to win? You know what I mean? Like, if not, then bleh. he's a great fucking villain. He is. He's he a is. really. He's good got fucking one runner like, up as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, Jaime, right? Yeah. Like the right. priest of the Clans, exactly. the White Lotus. Like, uh, you know, they're pretty. They're pretty close. That's that's a tough. That's a tough decision. Yeah. Uh, but no, like he's he's dead. He lives up in this fucking mountain. He lives in this mountain retreat. He gets word that his disciples have been killed. And what's the first thing he does? He gets his shit 
He sets the fucking house on fire. Like, I ain't coming back here. I'm killing these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And that, or I'm killing them or they're killing me. And I ain't fucking coming back yeah, here. Yeah, but what if he, that, he had killed them? Put on my fucking swastika vest. Get my fucking choppy hat fucking chain <laughs> thing. Out of my choppy hat. <laughs> and then he, my choppy he fucking hat. rolls into town. Let me get my slap chop. <laughs> he fucking rolls into town. And like, just, first of all, how many fucking one-armed people? Like this dude meets more one-armed yeah, people in, in like three days than I have met in my life. And he just like you just like hear someone say they have one hand, and he fucking just boom takes his fucking head off. Like, hey, was that the guy? Uh, no, it wasn't. Oh, I don't fucking care. I'm killing everyone that has one arm. I don't give a fuck. In the area. In the area. Uh-huh. Dude, fucking what a badass. And he has a banger like walk up soundtrack. Oh, like, I know, <laughs> I love it. It's like he's he's batting fourth in the lineup. When he comes up, people are like, "Ah, yeah. fuck, bases oh, loaded, shit." shit. <laughs> Fucking master of the flying guillotines uh, up the uh, back. When, when he was practicing the punches he was throwing, the sound mm. effects they were making. Oh my god, the sound effects are insane. I couldn't tell in the beginning if I really, <laughs> if I really liked or didn't like the sound effects. And I, it, t- it, it took me a minute or two before I was like, you know what, like I really, I really do. Because he's like, he's like punching, he's like boom, uh-huh. boom, and like the, it's like it's not like gunshots at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like wow. And I don't know if it's like reverberating off the mountains, but it's like you know, it's fucking <laughs> badass, dude. Agreed. You're goddamn right. And 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 Feng Sheng Wuchi is hands down the best villain. Uh, he is a total badass, as everyone has said. Like he just he just wants to kill. Like he's just like he's out for vengeance and like. It's kill or be killed sort of yeah. shit. Like, you're either going to kill me or I'm going to kill you. And it's just straight up. And I haven't got a home to go back to, so... Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking your house if I kill you. That's, that's what I'm getting to. So, motherfucker is hands down the best villain. Like, uh, and like, like I said earlier, like, to me, Pai Mei has, like, been the, the top villain of this tournament so far. But, God damn it, he's giving him a run yeah, for his he money. Is. He yeah. really is. But, you know, uh, did villains... Anybody, uh, did anybody... Start this film thinking he was initially going to be the hero. Oh, absolutely! But I didn't know anything about this film, and reading the description, I thought he was like a hero type character. And yeah, I did too. I did too. Turn it into this evil, horrible villain. I'm like, oh shit! I thought he was the good guy in this film. I did until he started walking out with that. Being the master of the flying guillotine, I thought he was like the savior. Well, and, and, and he wasn't. You know, it says in the beginning that they're like the defenders of whatever the Jing Dynasty or whatever. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't. I'm I'm from Indiana. Like, I, I don't know if those guys are good yeah. or bad. You know what I mean? So like, so I don't. I don't fucking know. So I, like, he's clearly protecting the Nazis. So it's not. He's not good. It's not good. And that's what I thought. I was like, I thought he was the good guy. And then I, then I remembered, you know, the Swastika was originally a little fortunate good. Like, uh-huh. oh, maybe that's a part of it. And then he just. Starts chopping off rain on people's uh, heads. I'm like, okay, no, he no, is. <laughs> definitely not. Hey, but every villain needs a good hero to go up against. So who's your favorite hero? Uh, here, I, I went with Iron Monkey. Uh, Dr. Yang, a.k.a. Iron Monkey. What mm-hmm. What a fucking sweet guy. Okay. Oh, yeah. He, he, he's the Iron Monkey. He, he's, he's the Robin Hood there of, of Asia. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, stealing from these rich fuckers. You know, giving to the poor. People have no place to stay. They... Uh, just basically people who are just getting treated like shit because they have no money and they have no choice but to work for these assholes. And, and on top of that, he's a goddamn doctor giving away free prescriptions and medication to, to people who can't afford it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, you just don't get much of a nicer guy than that. You know, not not just a nice guy, but a literal hero. Go, goes to that prison, yeah. kind of risks some shit to get that, <laughs> you know, the, the boy out of prison so he can be with his dad. I mean, just everything he did was just the right thing. Definitely my hero. Marshall, who's your hero? Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Again, you know, this is this was 
both these films have you know solid heroes protagonists um i went the other way though i went with you Wang, you wang uh the one-armed boxer um from flying guillotine he was just the the further i get into the film the more i liked him he was just kind of he was so cool and collected and but he cared about all the students and he was you know uh, just trying to protect them from this crazy psycho running around chopping people's heads off. So um, he was, yeah, he was just kind of, he was a very subdued kind of hero, but I, but I think he, he held those qualities, though, where he was, you know, he didn't want to necessarily fight if he didn't have to, and then but then the time finally came for him, too, and, you know, he, uh, he rose up to the challenge. So, yeah, I, I, I dug him. That's my hero. Right. Some good points. He, he seemed like he was just a more more self defense kind of guy. Because when they even had, hey, who is this guy? He's like, well, I, I killed two of his disciples. Came at me, and uh, well, it didn't work out so well. Was pretty much his exact quote. I literally, yeah. like you know, he was definitely a good guy, but I just felt like he wasn't really doing anything heroic. He was just defending himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. And in fact, I thought yeah. I felt like yeah. Go ahead, Marsh. At the same time, like I don't think he ever expected this guy to come after him. So I think that was kind of what threw him off a right. bit. And, yeah. Um, like I said, you know, him trying to protect his, his whole school. Right. Um, I, you know, I thought that was pretty cool that he's, he's, he's looking out for their well-being, not so much his. Right on. Okay. Right on, man. I, I actually yeah. went with, uh, I went with Iron Monkey. I, for me, this is, this is pretty clear for me, man. Like, and I, I didn't pick um, any particular Iron Monkey. I just went with the Iron Monkey. You know what I mean? Like the, the symbol of the what he symbol, is. basically. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. Because it's multiple different people. and like Not the hero can, they deserve, but the hero right. they need. Exactly. <laughs> How do you say that in Chinese? Yeah. <laughs> uh, blah, you can give it a shot, Wayne. Hua Sing Hung 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 Wong. Yeah. Bang. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Not bad. Uh, so no, <laughs> I, I, I think like he's this Robin Hood type character. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I, like, he's usually mischievous and uh, dude, he's fucking he's fucking great. Like this was really clear for me, man. I, I thought the one on Boxer was badass, man. But as far as being a hero, mm-hmm. I gotta give the Iron Monkey. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the, the same wavelength. I did go specifically uh, Dr. Yang, though. Because uh, he's not only, as the Iron Monkey, as a hero going out and, you know, protecting the poor and, and, I like that. and all that. But, like, yeah. he's a doctor as well who is, like, giving medicine to poor people for yeah. nothing as well. And, like, right. you know, there's the scene where, like, the, the people who work for the governor are there. And they're like, he's like, all right, that's going to be, like, you know, $300 or whatever. And they're like, and then somebody else comes up and he's like, oh, no, you're good. Like, go. And they're like, yeah. wait, why do I have to pay if they don't have to pay? And he's like, oh, because you have money and they don't. Like. Straight up, like, <laughs> like right. duh, duh. <laughs> or says, I can get you something cheaper. That you know, just yeah. kind of hit him in the ego. No, yeah. no, no. I've got the money. Give him the damn money. You yeah. Know? Uh, so yeah, he's just an all-around good dude, and like, he doesn't have to be the Iron Monkey, but he is the Iron Monkey, and mm-hmm. like, wants to do it, and wants to protect people. So yeah, Doctor Yang. All right. <clears throat> All right. Now we are we have best kill usually, but we are expanding this one a little bit. To best kill, kind of best fight, best defeat, because there aren't a whole lot of kills yeah. in, in one of these movies. Uh, this, I, I did keep it as a best kill. It wasn't my best fight. I'll bring that one up later mm-hmm. and a different award. But to me, the best kill, uh, Master of Flying Guillotine, uh, the guy they called Nine Men, getting cooked alive. I mean, like the, oh, the, yeah. the, the burning pole oh, yeah. fight was fucking fantastic. Like, so I'll bring that up later. The guy got burned alive. This guy got cooked yeah, yeah i mean it wasn't you know the other uh guy the uh governor or whatever he was dead and what you know you know like less than a minute mm-hmm. this guy i mean he was in it i mean he, his feet were getting cooked and when they pull him out of yeah. the house you know he they literally looked like they brought him out of a fucking oven yeah, yeah i mean just, he looked like cooked roast 
You know, and I just, what a horrible, horrible way to go. And, and then the fight that led up to it was pretty badass, too. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, the way just everything about that was just spot on and definitely a best kill for me. <laughs> Marshall, what about you? Um, I did have one runner-up for this one, um, sure. which was Miss Orchid's kill in Iron Monkey when she slits that good dude's throat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah I forgot about I think that. at that point, there hadn't been a kill yet in Iron Monkey, yeah. so I was... And it, well, we were quite a ways into it, so I was like, I don't know if there's any kills in this movie. And then those guys attack her, and she just slits that dude's throat. <laughs> so uh, that kind of came out of nowhere, and it was pretty cool. But I went with, um, I, I don't remember all the specifics of it, but it was in Flying Guillotine. It was, it was one of the tournament battles, and it was um, the Mongolian dude and the braided fighter, and they ended up killing each other at the same time. Yeah. Like, one's on top of the other. I can't remember exactly. I don't know if you guys remember exactly how it happened. Was that the hair one? There's, yeah, the hair guy. And <laughs> yeah, I think okay, he's yeah, like yeah. choking the other guy. And then he stabs him. So they, they end up killing each other at the same time. And <laughs> I remember the referee didn't know what the fuck to do with that. <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty cool one out of, out of all the kills in that one. I thought that was pretty unique that they, that they take each other out. So uh, I ended up going with best defeat. So I wanted to do like best like final battle, right? And I think the the battle, I think the battle with the the monkeys versus uh, uh, Hung with where they're on the poles yeah, and shooting the fire, that. that's fucking cool, <laughs> man. But I think that the one armed boxer beating uh, Fusheng Wuchi in the coffin, fucking mm. shop and whatever with all the rocks and shit, like it's fucking cool. So like, so like, yeah, he's hanging there and he's throwing these fucking rocks around, getting him to getting him to throw his fucking guillotine and breaking the blades off and on these bamboo sticks, like. It's fucking cool, man. Like, it's really fucking mm-hmm. smart. You know, because he, he knows that, like... The dude's basically fucking daredevil. You know what I mean? Like, right. you can't fucking mm-hmm. move or make sound. You gotta... It's, or it's like uh, when Dutch fights the fucking Predator. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And you have to, like, fucking think of... You use his advantage against him. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, it's fucking... Yeah, figure out ways to uh, disarm him, in a sense. You know? Like, once once that's done, then he can kind of fight on even ground. It's just fucking great watching him kind of having to to outwit him because he knows he can't really outfight him. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you cut a fart, and that guy's gonna cut your head. I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And we all are going with the same movie, and we're all going with different kills, defeats. Like I, I'm going with that first decapitation in the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, because it comes out of nowhere. Like this, you're getting this weird long side story of this dude who's trying to like who kills a bunch of flies, and it's the whole like I killed seven in one blow sort of like yeah, old yeah. fairy tale sort of thing, mm-hmm. and then. He's trying to skip out on his meal, and then out of fucking nowhere, his head's just gone. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? Well, what he say? He tries to say, I'm the one-armed Barksy. It shows yeah, up, and like, his head just kind of... No, it's funny, because it's like it's within like a second. He's like, I'm the one-armed Barksy. It's like, boom! <laughs> and it's so funny, and then it's and then he just delivers the, the badass line, which it's going to take quote for me, but uh, I'm just going to go ahead and ruin it now, where he just goes... I don't care who he was. Yeah. I plan to kill every one-armed man I come across here. And, like, this just shows how fucking, like, just badass and, like, that kill meant absolutely nothing to him. That yeah, could have yeah. been fucking anybody. That could have been he a was child. Not he didn't sleep. fucking care. He was just like, yeah, this, that person's dying. They, they have one it's, arm. It's cool. funny. It's funny, yeah, because he asks. He's like, was he the one-armed boxer? And they're like, I don't think he was. No. So not. He was just like, I don't care. Crazy homeless dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I really don't give a shit. And I'm going to kill some more one-armed guys. You know, he does kind of fit the whole Nazi description. <laughs> T- taking out the, the poor and the homeless and the physically disabled. <laughs> right. Goddamn right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, and that's that's a pretty uh, what-the-fuck sort of moment, but we have a full category dedicated to that. 
So let's get into Speaking what which, the fuck. My what the fuck award goes to mm-hmm. Master of Flying Guillotine. Um, there were so many what the fuck moments in both of these movies. <laughs> but uh, this one, when uh, Feng Xing just burns down his house. Oh, it's yeah. like, what the I hell? Love they did I literally said, what the fuck, when he did He jumps out through the roof. Right? Yeah, he's he's got, Superman's on the top of the fucking mm-hmm. ceiling. He's, yeah. like, <laughs> he, he's got to fix that shit. And then he just starts throwing bombs everywhere. And he's like, fuck this shit, I'm out. He just leaves it like a rock star. Man. Yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> I, it is great, but at the same time, it's like, what was the purpose of that? You, you, you plan on losing? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? If I can't come back to this home, no motherfuckers I, come I back to it. this that home. I loved that whole intro sequence. It Everything about that intro is way, fucking but... amazing. Like, like, because then it goes to like the opening credits, and mm-hmm. we were both sitting there, and I was like, "That shit was fucking cool." Like, <laughs> like, like that was fucking badass. I've watched it like four times. <laughs> I've watched opening. it three times. Yeah. Let me borrow it. It is. It's it's on Amazon uh, for uh-huh. free too. Yeah. Oh, I'm ready, Marshall. Yeah, yeah, Marshall. Buddy. You gonna get some runner ups? And then... sure. Um... Yeah, there were there were a number of them that I had from uh, Flying Guillotine. I actually didn't have anything from Iron Monkey. There weren't there wasn't much that jumped out that I was like, "What the fuck was that about?" Um, so I can give some runner ups if you want. Um, initially, all the punching sound effects were so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, you kind of get used to them and they sound okay. But initially, when it first started, like, holy shit, that's that's some intense punching. <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to put it. <laughs> but uh, there are a couple. Uh, I think it was at the beginning too when he maybe said to show how bad as a guillotine is he like cuts that chicken's head off like a live chicken they <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Head yeah. his head cut off I was like what the fuck is that about um the one dude I think his name was Nyman um he's the dude that did all that kind of goofy dancing before he'd start oh playing. yeah yeah that, that was almost my weapon yeah, like, like, I think he was like, yeah, supposed to be an Indian dude or something yeah but he did this weird dancing before uh, kind of every fight, and it was just, it's just weird. It was really <laughs> weird that you're like, okay, pause, I gotta do a little dance, and then we'll start fighting. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was kind of strange. Um, but I guess my, 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 I guess my actual what the fuck kind of ties into Wayne's. It was all of his, like, have you guys all seen, like, um, Holy Grail, Monty Python? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Um, I mean, it's Pantheon, I guess. Yeah. So. The Tim, the Enchanter, like he just starts blowing yes, shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought about that too. And that did exactly what I thought with this guy. He just like throws these things and just starts blowing shit up. <laughs> when he was in the again. arena doing it. And yeah, so, yeah, that is fucking awesome. It does remind me of that. Hmm. Yeah, and so you know, like you said, with his house, he jumps up, throws it down, blows up his house, and he's just just the whole in general. Every time he brought out those rocks or whatever he had, that was just blowing shit up. I just it was hilarious. I thought it was lit. I didn't understand it at all, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> I was so, almost wondering, like, Tim went so blind and went my, my what the fuck <laughs> yeah. was explosions. All right, I dig it. Very much dig it. Um, I didn't have a lot of uh, what the fucks. Yeah. I mean, I, I sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But like, it's one of those things where, like, like, there's a lot of fucked up things, I think, in Flying Guillotine, but, like, it's it's all just part of the experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, the, the bombs, the fucking the punching sound effects... Um, like I said before, I think it's fucking weird that he meets more one-armed people in his, in like, the span of days I know. than I've ever met. Like, I once got in a car accident with a dude that had one arm, and that's, that might be the only fucking guy. I'm 34 years old. <laughs> so, like, so, that, so anyway, my, uh, my actual, what the fuck, 
was the Asian, like, brown face Dalsim. Uh-huh. Like, the, yes. like, he's fucking... Like, so he's he's clearly, in, like, a Chinese man painted fucking brown to be Indian, right? <laughs> and, and they play the fucking, like, sitar music and shit. It's so fucking offensive. Like, and then, like... Well, can an Asian be Hindu, Nathan? I, can can they? Well, well, yeah. Isn't India in Asia? I mean, like, so, uh... No, so, like... Technically, yes. <laughs> Te- well, technically, yes. There you go. Um, no, so then his fucking arms grow. Like, he's just, he's Dalsim from Street Fighter. Yes. That's uh-huh. fucking sick, dude. Like, it doesn't, you know what? It, it doesn't even look that bad. It, it looks, I mean, it's not oh, great. It's, it's silly. But it's it, silly, like, but it doesn't look terrible for pretty, 1973. Pretty special effects, it looks yeah. okay. Well, you guys noticed in the arena, one, the, uh, one guy had one arm. It was a funny. You could blatantly tell. Oh he had yeah, his arm yeah. tucked into his shirt <laughs> like yeah. this. I mean, I was going around like, I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, man. yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, it was just the the brown. You know, like you see like white people playing blackface or whatever. I've never mm-hmm. even thought of like Asian people playing brown face. <laughs> you know, like what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. Yeah, like. Here, what the fuck goes to brown face? I dig it. Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird category this time around because Iron Monkey doesn't have a whole lot of what the fucks. It's so, just kind of like yeah, it's, it's, it's there, it's straightforward, you know. And then like Master of the Gate team has yeah. so many, but they just they work. They, yeah, yeah they, exactly. They, 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 That's they what I'm saying. They just, just work. Like we had a lot for the Chuck Norris where like sometimes they just they just flat out didn't work. But like this one's like oh, almost works. every fucking weird thing just like works so it well. makes like, sense you got a long arm like, dude you got gunshot like <laughs> punches you got a dude like his eye like he had long hair to start the movie no and then just he's bald the next scene and you're like yeah. okay i don't know what happened to his hair but i'm running with it maybe no, he, actually, this. he accidentally put that hat on oh shit that's the wrong hat uh oh, or shit. <laughs> so racist <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. um I think Iron Monkey, it, like, being a prequel was a little what the fuck, like, to these, like, drunken master movies that we're gonna do later, and I was just like, what? It, that's kind of fucking weird, and that Ooh. the boy was a girl, and I didn't find that out until, like, way, way after I watched the movie. I didn't find out until I was doing the Yeah, same here, doing some IMDB shit. Uh, you know, and I think the arena in uh, Master of the Flying Guillotine, they got the, the cool area that I liked with the, the spike, like, the swords, and, like, over the... Over the logs and stuff that they walk on, but like there are shots of it where it's like you can tell it's just cardboard wrapped in like tinfoil because yeah, yeah. like winds like blowing them around. And they everywhere. had a shitty locker room for the guys, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> this movie's low budget as fuck, but they made it work. They did because like what the fuck to me is is the long armed fucking dude, but like yeah. it looks kind of cool. It does look cool. It looks yeah, cool, yeah. but it's real fucking weird and and racist. And but yeah, that's that's my what the. And fuck did is. he? He had the attack well. owl or something, didn't he? Or attack yeah, someone owl. who had the owl. Someone yeah. had an attack. I think it was a uh, uh, brown-faced Asian it's, guy. A, it's a weird tournament. There's a lot of weird people it's in this a, fucking, tournament. fucking tournament. Like, yeah. the hair dude is crazy, too. Like, yeah. Marshall brought him up. Like, he just fights people with his hair. Like, yeah. it's all, like he's got a long ponytail that just oh, fucking beats people with his hair. And Mr. Wins with no knife, but obviously has a knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then on the nose, and then you say, I don't have a knife. And he, right. Like... Just stabs him in the chest. Just stabs him in the neck or whatever. Yeah, like... like oh, he really did have a knife. Oh, yes, he did have a knife. <laughs> How clever. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they said, man. It was great. Another, another quick thing from Master of the Flying Team. I watched this on... Um, 
like the National Archive has like a website, oh. and, and so like I'm watching this movie. It's an English dubbed movie, and that's that's mm-hmm. fine. I you know sometimes you want to watch these movies just in English because you don't want to like get it all confused and read and do all this stuff. But oh, like yeah. this movie, like. There are, like, big chunks where it's not dubbed. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. it's just Chinese, and I'm pretty sure that's, like, every version. Like, there are just, like, minutes at a time where it's just not dubbed at all, and you have no idea what the fuck's going it's, on. I borrowed Brad's DVD, and it was like that, and was I it? watched it on Amazon Prime, and it was like that. Yeah. Where it just switched on and off. There's like, a switch. Yeah, and there's, so when, when that happened for us, we just started, like, Rachel and I just started, like, casually just, like, making up words, like, what they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were just like, right. you know, oh, I don't care what you say, I'm competing in this tournament. And she's like, no, your mother wouldn't want it. And it was like... So when when that girl shows up in the tournament, we were both like, "Oh shit, she's gonna do it!" And we we're like, "Wait, we made that shit up." That was <laughs> <laughs> we're like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait!" Oh, that was <laughs> that's our story. That was <laughs> our <laughs> dub. Like that was <laughs> you sons of bitches. <laughs> you stole my shit. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Dude, that's just fucking awesome, man. What was that, Marshall? You guys watch dubbed versions? Uh-huh. I I, I prefer to watch it. The version I watched wasn't dubbed. It was all subtitled. Really? That would have been great. Yeah, I I usually prefer to watch it that way, but I couldn't find a subtitled version, so Mm -hmm. I watched it dubbed, but it was only, you know, partially. It was like 90% dubbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not not a lot. I mean, there's like maybe three scenes, and it's for the, like, maybe a minute or two at a time. Yeah, it just goes goes out all of a sudden. It's just real weird. All right. Well, let's talk about our favorite scores and soundtrack. What's the best soundtrack to you, Wayne? Uh, best soundtrack for me was Master of the Flying Guillotine. Yeah, let's just... You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> I'm just going to go throw it out there. Honestly, the one thing that just won it for me alone was... Uh, God, I can't remember his name. His uh, intro. Feng Shing. Yeah. Just, just, just that alone won me over. Because it's so out of... Like, you, you've done a lot of martial arts movies. I ain't never heard shit like no. that. Oh, I have just ting, 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 Yeah, and I started wondering, I was like, man, is this like, did they redo this? Is this like a modern soundtrack? Like, that no, they no, put it over? Not. No, it's not. It's just fucking And also, I mean, uh, on the DVD, <laughs> the, uh, the menu screen is almost like this weird, funky... 80s Asian pop music. Yeah, is it really? <laughs> you just, it's like, the fuck is this? I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it it's just, uh, Myron Monkey, I didn't really notice anything. So I can't say it was shitty, yeah. but it just, nothing popped. Master Flying Guillotine. I agree. Yeah, shit yeah. definitely popped. I think it's I think it's both. I think that Iron Monkey really didn't do anything in particular, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And also, the, the soundtrack in fucking Flying Guillotine is badass. Exactly. Yeah. What do you think, Marshall? <clears throat> Um, yeah, I agree. Like, uh, Iron Monkey didn't really do much for me. It was kind of pedestrian, if you will. You know, it just it worked, but it wasn't anything that stood out as being um, amazing. Um, so I had to give it to Master of Flying Guillotine as well. Um, you were talking about its influences. I guess it actually took a bunch from what's called kraut rock, like German rock, yeah. like mm-hmm. early um, kind of German techno uh what, who is it, craft work type stuff? Yeah. So it's really, yeah, like you said, it's very interesting. It doesn't sound like typical martial arts music. And a big chunk of it was like that intro. I, I love the the opening credits, which is, it was not at all what I expected. Yeah. It <laughs> to, 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 to sound like from an early 70s, you know, kung fu movie. It was it was pretty badass. So so it was easy for me to give it to Flying Guillotine. Nice. Yeah, if you're not fucking like totally pumped for this movie, like during the yeah. title track scene, like you're just like, 
You have and, no soul. Like, yeah, I, just, I think like, that if you, so fucking get you. It would have to be sold intro. like two minutes into it. Ex- exactly. I think. I think you're gonna be one person or the other. You know what I mean? If you watch mm-hmm. the like, if you're gonna know if you like this movie by the by the beginning of the fucking credits. Like, exactly. It, by, by, by the time the, the credits roll, you're like, if you're not invested, mm-hmm. you're not gonna like it. Yeah, you might as well just fucking, fucking turn it off. It is fucking a hundred percent badass right from the beginning. And yes. every, everyone's got their own themes, and like the themes yeah, are yeah. fucking cool, oh, and yeah. it's just like. It just like it doesn't fit your typical like kung fu movie, no. but it works. It, it does. It just works, it just works so fucking it. well. It's just like it is balls of the wall, like in your face as soon as it starts happening. You're like, oh, okay, okay, we're in for something different <laughs> yeah, yeah. this time. And I and I like that a lot. I, I enjoyed it immensely. I'm not. Yeah. I was going to say it. Yeah. I mean, it was fucking great. Yeah, like, I, I I mean, we're gonna have to watch all these movies again for the tournament. But yeah. right now, that's that's the hands down. I've won into this tournament blind. I've seen. <clears throat> you know, I could count all the martial arts movies I've seen on one hand. Have a couple of fingers left over, mm-hmm. and so far I've just had a blast. And Master mm-hmm. Flying Guillotine so far has been, for me, all the ones I've watched, fucking amazing. I, I loved. It. I had so much fun with this movie, just from start to finish. Cool. All right, guys, a script is full of great quotes. But what movie has the best quote? Well, originally, uh, this is one I, I, I changed two awards before I, I got here. Uh, originally, my quote was going to be for Iron Monkey. Uh, you may be ugly, but I doubt you're a virgin. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I almost went that, and I started thinking about. It. But and I finally <clears throat> decided to go with Master of Flying Guillotine, uh, Fung Xing saying, "I don't care. I'll kill every one armed man in the area." Yeah. God, what a badass thing to say! Mm-hmm. And he follows up with that yeah, shit. Yeah, that, yeah, he does. You know, I mean, like I said, there's it's kind of weird how there's a lot of one armed area in this people. But yeah, he mm-hmm. goes for it. I mean, he's just—I mm-hmm. I, yeah. I loved that quote. It was great, and I—I'm very glad that I changed it to Master of Flying Guillotine. Up to you, Marshall. Um, yeah, I mean, you and I are on the same page again. Uh, nice. Iron Monkey. I, there really wasn't very much that stood out to me, mm-hmm. and honestly, and then I, so I went to IMDb's page to look at like the quotes from Iron Monkey, and there's literally two. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. literally just two quotes. There's there's no quotes from that movie. It's ridiculous. Um, and the one yeah, that stood out the most from Flying Guillotine was the, I don't care who he was, I intend to kill every one-armed man that I come across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it's, it's like, dude, you just killed this like drunk guy that wandered in here. Like, I don't care. I'm going to kill every single one-armed <laughs> motherfucker I see. And he's just like, okay, I guess that's that's who this guy is. So uh, it was, yeah, it was fantastic. That, yeah, and the other that was just It's funny when you have like, I, I mean, it sounds like all four of us had the exact same quote. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? For like, like I don't care who he was. I plan to kill every one armed man. Like that's just fucking badass. Like it's a mission statement. It is. I will. There was one other one that for a long time I really liked was um I think it's that Lord Raiden looking fucking guy, the guy that had the uh, no knife guy. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. He like jumps over oh, yeah. the wall to get in there. And one of the, you know what I mean? Like, to, to his, like when he walks in, he jumps yeah, over the wall. Nice and one of the guys in the audience is like, nice jump. <laughs> yes! It's <laughs> like, oh, fuck, man. Yeah. That would totally be me. Like, oh, nice jump. <laughs> I, know. I, mean, yeah, I do remember that. You know, that one guy just looked at the other, just like the most sarcastic way possible. Nice jump. <laughs> yeah, just trying to be a total badass, you know? Like, <laughs> just cut that man in half. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's 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 easily Feng Shang Muchi with I don't care who he was, I plan to kill everyone our man I come across here. It's it it just shows like how fucking just menacing and badass he is all in one line and it gives you the setup for like the rest of this movie. Yeah, he's gonna go around and just start fucking killing people until he finds the guy that he needs to find. Uh it, it's just 
It's badass. I, there's really nothing else to say. Like, it's it's just straight fucking badassery. <clears throat> so, yeah, I went with that. And it's a clean sweep on that one. Yeah. All right, Wayne. Uh, screenplay, you know, I, I loved how the story of Master Flying Guillotine, but I've seen the revenge story. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, so I had to go with Iron Monkey. You haven't seen I, Robin Hood? <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Just, hey, no, I, I, you're, you're, you're right. You are right. But it, I, I've never... A martial arts movie with this, you know, a Robin Hood twist to it. You know, I fell in love. That To me, that was the real appeal yeah. in Iron Monkey. I mean, everything else about it was, it was good here and there. There's some other stuff, but that's what stood out for me. You know, like I, a Master of Flying Guillotine loved it, great. But I've seen that revenge story... A million times, <clears throat> and and this was just really uh, no, it's not completely unique, <laughs> but I mean, like I said, the, the kung fu and the Robin Hood thing going on, uh, fucking amazing. Yeah, fucking cool. I had to go with that. You're up, buddy. Um, yeah, again, um, I went with Iron Monkey as well for this one. Um, like you said, it's 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 a bit of a Robin Hood tale, um, but it's just more well put together. The dialogue's better. It's it's just a better overall script than than Flying Guillotine was. And I, you know, partly probably a lower budget and you know, but whatnot. But there were there were also some spells um, in Flying Guillotine, like in, in that tournament where I just kind of got a little bored of of the characters. You know, where it, it just kept going on and on with you know, this guy come out, this guy come out and fight, and like okay. So it got a little a little dull in the middle, but um, but Iron Monkey's just yeah overall just a, a more solid script and story. So that got my award. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. I, I think that I mean a lot of us clearly like Fu Shang Wuchi, oh, yeah. but like that's not the whole movie. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. The the script for Iron Monkey is much better. The characters are much. The characters are. Like, they're fun. They're fun in, in Flying yeah. Guillotine. Physically, they don't even, like, fun. have names. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just, like, the guy with the hair, the, the, the Raiden guy. The Mongolian the guy. The Mongolian guy. He wins you know, without knife. They don't have <laughs> stories or arcs. It's just a fucking guy. Characters you know? in Iron Monkey are so much more fleshed out. They're so out. much better, and the scripts are better, and the characters make more sense, and it's just, yeah, mm. it's a much better story. Yeah. It's a much better story. I, I agree. I've seen the revenge thing a million times before. It's fucking cool. Yeah. You've done well. See, to me, these... These stories aren't like overly inventive. It's you know your typical revenge plot. It's your typical Robin Hood story. Comes down you know to me to characters, which I think the Master of Flying Guillotine characters are are more fun and better. They are. But it, here, here's what it really comes down to: Iron Monkey was written by a team of five people, and Yu Wang wrote Master of Flying Guillotine by himself, and he directed it and he starred in it. And like it, those passion projects, like they come out on the screen a little bit better because of what's what's in that script. Something that like you solely wholeheartedly worked on, and that's why uh, that takes that for me. More love behind it. I get what you're saying. Little, yeah, a little bit more love just behind the words and the characters and, and what's going on. Right on. Uh, special achievement award. Uh, and I went ahead and I went with Iron Monkey, and I went with the Wireworks. Okay. You know, the yeah. first time I'd ever seen anything like this, uh, Brad and I, we were much younger. <laughs> went and saw the Matrix in theater. I thought, God, that's neat. You know, wouldn't and I, I remember thinking at some point I'd love to see some kung fu shit with this. And and Iron Monkey's the first one I've seen like that. I, I know uh, I've heard Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragons got a lot of that, mm-hmm. but this was it for me. And I was just so fucking impressed with it. And, I, and there are some wireworks going on, a Master of the Flying Guillotine. But I just it's very sparse. And- it, yeah, so I mean, it just it did. It's just so neat to watch on screen that I, I had to give my special achievement for that. Pretty cool. Marshall, what about you? 
Wayne needs to get the hell out of my head. <laughs> getting old. You should be a little worried, buddy. Uh, uh, yeah, I did the same thing. The wire work in um, Iron Monkey. Um, I got to give props a little bit to the character design in Flying Guillotine, though. Like the Dalsam guy, mm-hmm. um, the, the the main villain. Like I, I'm not gonna remember his name. Like you guys. Yeah. What something cookie? Yeah, yeah, Cookie. Just call him the Nazi guy. Um, Nazi hat man. So there there was was definitely some really cool character design in Flying Guillotine, but but the thing that stands out the most from these two movies was was the wire work um, in Iron Monkey. So, uh, yeah, I had to go with that. I went with the exact same thing. I wrote it down as like a general cinematography thing, but I guess it falls also under like action choreography and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I I thought that the fights were a lot more interesting, I thought, in Iron Monkey than they were in uh, Flight yeah. 18. Um, yeah, you guys already touched base on everything. I agree with you 100%. <clears throat> Iron Monkey. I, I want to give a, a special shout-out to Iron Monkey and just the film editing itself is really fucking good. Like, yeah. I, I love... Like, it, really good film editing you don't notice sometimes, and this is a right. movie that's edited really fucking well um, as much as I, I've been loving on the other movie. Like, yeah. Iron Monkey is put together, put together so fucking mm-hmm. well, and the wire work is phenomenal. But I like the balls out fighting of Master of the Flying Guillotine. I like that it is just right, like, it, like each fight is unique too. Like because you have all these different fighters and they're different styles, mm-hmm. and it's it's maybe not shot that great or, or any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But so unique characters. It, 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 yeah, since the characters are so strange and they have these different ways of fighting, uh, it's just it's really cool to watch that on screen happen. So the different choreographies for the different styles uh, is what I gave it to. Very nice. All right, best supporting actor. Uh, I, I, I know everybody's going to think I'm going to lead towards Iron Monkey, but uh, Iron Monkey, Jing Wang as Miss Orchid. Oh, uh, she's she great. She did. She did. She just, I don't know, there was just something about her that really stood out. I couldn't put my finger on it. But when she was on, she I mean, there was just everything about her performance was excellent. And I was just kind of like, she should have, been, she should have had more screen time, mm-hmm. was my complaint for her. You know, she the lines were great. Uh, her her body movements, facial features—I mean, just everything other than just you know her lines and walking around. She did great, mm-hmm. and she was a great counterpart, I thought, for Doctor Yang. I mean, that's why they got my best duo. But even on her own, you know, when she was with the boy or or whatever, sure. she didn't need Doctor mm-hmm. Yang. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Her character stood out. She did a fantastic job of acting. Uh, definitely my best supporting. Cool. What about you, Mister Wade? Um. Mine might be a little debatable um, because I guess you could consider him a co-lead, but I went with Wong Kei-Ying, Donnie Yen's character in Iron Monkey. Yeah, I got you. Uh, So I guess technically he he supports um, Dr. Yang's character in that film. Um, But for the same reasons I gave him best character, he's just did a solid job. His fighting is badass. Um, His character is strong. Um, Yeah, just overall, he, he, he... put forth a great performance so so I went with Donnie Yen for Iron Monkey yeah that works I mean I, yeah that works I, 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 I mean I, yeah I, I agree with you it's it's hard because like I think a lot of people you think of it as like a Donnie Yen movie you know what I mean and he's like really not the lead I mean yeah. he, he's I guess you could say he's a co-lead but he also doesn't show up to like halfway through the movie really right um, yeah I, I, I'd be comfortable saying he's supporting in that too you know it's, I don't know it's, it's one of those weird things uh, so I don't know you know we you know what you know what I really liked um I think Miss Orchid's cool. I think um, in Iron Monkey, I think my favorite supporting actor was that uh, his name is uh, Yen Shen Yi. He plays Chief Constable Fox. 
Oh, okay, he's kind yeah, of like, I liked yeah. him too. He's yeah. fucking cool, man. I, he's you know he's he's the the head of the uh, the security basically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's like he's not a like he's a dumbass. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, he's a dumbass. But he's, he's a bragger. But he's not evil. And 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 you see mm-hmm. that as things get progressively, more, you know, as as his boss. Is is shown to be more and more evil and wicked. Yeah, he's like, like he, no, this he's ain't like right. no, now you know, look, like if, you know, and, and they, they come in and try to take over, and he's like, look, look, I'm in charge here. You know what I mean? Yeah, and exactly. I, 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 I like that. I think his heart was in the right place. He said, "Dumbass," but I believe his yeah, he's heart a dumbass right and whatever. But yeah, he's not a bad guy. No, you know, exactly. I, I liked him. I thought he was really cool. You could see kind of the he was that's kind a of a answer. reflection really of the community and everything that's going on in him. I thought that was cool. Yeah, he does a great job. Yeah. Um, I actually have a tie in this ooh, one. Ooh. Um, I I agree with you, Marshall. I think Donnie Yen is a sporting uh, actor in this, and he is he's the thing that like really pulls me back in. Scenes that he's in, like those are the ones I'm most interested in. Uh, is his character's fun, but it's it's just him, and like you know, acting isn't just you know delivering lines and showing a little bit of emotion. Like there's a lot of physical shit that goes into acting too, and obviously Donnie Yen is a fucking physical prowess yeah. in, in, in Kung Fu in this movie. Like, he is... He's fucking just everywhere and cool. Uh, but I also gave it to <laughs> Kang Chin, who played... Say it with me. <laughs> Feng Shang <laughs> Wu Chi! Uh, just because that character is is so badass. Like, it's not just something that came out on the page. Like, yeah. like you have to deliver it with some sort of, like, gusto and some of that, that menacing nature that that guy brings to it. And, uh, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I can't gush enough about just that character. Yeah, that character cool is like really fucking cool to me, and so that's why both of them uh, split it for me. Nice. Wayne, all supporters have to support somebody. <laughs> so who's the best lead? I went with Iron Iron Monkey. Uh, God, bear with me, please. Rongo Wang. <laughs> Rong. I'm just going to call him Bangarang because it sounds Bangarang! cool. Bangarang! Uh, the guy who played Dr. Yang. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, the character itself is so gentle. It's almost like Batman and Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, he, he's a doctor by day, taking care of the village people and so forth. By night, he's this guy, just this badass motherfucker, fighting, stealing from the rich, giving to the poor. And each time, even when you can't see his face, I mean, just his eyes, mm-hmm. they almost look different. It looks like a completely different person. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He split that up, and I, he just did a great job of it. A dual role like that can't be easy to play. It just yeah. can't. But he, he did. He was great. Very polished acting, amazing job. Cool. What about you, Marshall? Copy and paste, wait again. <laughs> uh, same thing. It's Rong Grang Yu as Dr. Yang in Iron Monkey. Um, but yeah, the same things you did. That he's, he's, he's very unassuming in his like personal life, uh, but then once he you know, puts on that Iron Monkey mask, he's just like so deadly. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just he's just an all around great, you know, take on the Robin Hood type character. So uh, I went with him. Uh, yeah, same here. Uh, uh, Yu Rong Wang as uh, Yang Tang Chun. You like that? I fucking practice that. Shit. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I for all the same reason. It sucks whenever you go third and then everybody, you know what I mean? Because uh-huh. you're just like, yep, you just said everything, and then yep, yep, you said it too. All right, cool. <laughs> All that same shit. Your yeah, turn. well, I'm going fourth and copy that. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> wrong wing you. It, it's I wouldn't even say it so much because he's like overly amazing. He is very good. Oh, he's a good job, man. But like yeah. Master of the Flying Guillotine, like Yu Wang is just 
there. Yeah, like, yeah, he's not getting giving much of a performance. I agree, I agree but I, I did, but but let's give credit. To, I, I do think he does a good job. I think, I think he does he a great does, job. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he does too. I'm just Especially I'm just saying in the like, context of of any, even in any of these martial arts movies, like a lot of times the lead they're not giving half as much as what you know what I mean. He's doing a, a great fucking job, sure. basically playing two characters. Sure, yeah, right on. All right, Wayne. What's the best scene out of all these movies? Uh, mine uh, went with the. There was two different pole fighting scenes in these movies. Yeah, there were, which is you crazy. Know, and Master yeah. Flying, I had to. To me, I felt like I really needed to choose between the two. Master Flying Guillotine. The problem I had with that wasn't just the way it looked, but these guys were stepping on swords and just yeah, like, giving us shit. Yeah, yeah. You know the oh, whoops. You know, but yeah, when they fall on them, they die. That didn't make much sense to me. Yeah, it's a little weird. Iron Monkey, the poles were on fucking fire. The <laughs> <laughs> fighting seems badass. And you had like this three-way going on. You know, I just the choreography was amazing. They're like balancing. Exactly. Yeah. You know, to me that was just like, God damn, what a great scene. So much fun to watch. Uh, definitely my the best scene out of the two. Cool. Um, yeah, there there are a lot of you know good fight scenes in these movies, but. Um... You know, Iron Monkey, I like that um, uh, Miss Orchid's fight with, with the, the, the monks that, you know, came to assault her. That was, that was a pretty awesome scene. Um, but I went with Master of the Flying Guillotine with just that final battle with uh, Fu Sheng, or whatever, you want, whatever his name was, and, um, you know, in that, in that coffin shop and just that, that final battle royale with him was just was pretty awesome um, and, and a lot of fun to watch so um, it was tight you know like I said there's 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 some good fight scenes in Iron Monkey too. so having to pick one was pretty difficult but um, I thought that one was pretty pretty cool and unique like I said kind of Home Alone style where he's got all these traps that he, he's kind of using to fight him and uh, take advantage of, of you know what was not necessarily perceived as his weakness you know him being blind but um yeah, it was a pretty cool scene. Yeah, there, man, there's a lot of good scenes. There's a lot of good fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, tons of good choreography. But, you know, for me, I, I think, like, as I watched them, there was really only one scene that when it was over, I was like, that was fucking cool. And that's the intro to uh, Master of the Flying Guillotine. Nice. Where, where it literally, where, like, the credits started rolling, the opening credits, and I was like, this is fucking badass. Mm-hmm. This is cool. You know, like, I'm invested. And I really just everything about it. The character introduction, the fucking cheesy ass sound effects, the badass soundtrack blowing the fucking house up, and then just like, yeah, everything about it's just chef kiss, just <laughs> yeah, perfect. Oh man, uh, I, this one was really close to me because in mm. Iron Monkey, there's the umbrella fight scene, like Dunny's yeah, yeah. first fight. Oh yeah, so fucking cool. I really love that. Um, and and I wanted to you know break this down basically to, to best fight because these are kung fu movies, so. But I just I just went with uh, Master of the Flying Eighteen, just like the tournament in general, just like all these different fighting yeah. styles, all these weird characters, and like I, I you know tournament movies like we did Bloodsport, we've done Enter the Dragon, we've kind of like dove into those. Like there's always like fuckery happening in these tournaments, and so I'm like <laughs> this one's not. It's like it's two people they go at each other, and you still get to see innovative shit. Like the two guys kill each other at the same time, and it's like. Well, what the fuck do we do now? And it's yeah. like, like the the you know master of the flying Guillotine team like isn't in the tournament. He just fucking shows up. And is like, yeah, I, we're we're gonna fight. Like yeah. this tournament. Like, who gives a fuck about this tournament? It's you and me now. And like that's just just like really cool. So I love all the different fighting styles with all the weird characters. So that took the best scene like from when the tournament starts to kind of when it ends. Nice. 
uh, defining moment uh, mm-hmm. for me. This was a no. Just for me, it was kind of a no brainer. Mm-hmm. I went with Master of Flying Guillotine, uh, Fung Xing lying dead in a coffin. And oh, how yeah. he landed in that coffin. I mean, well, that, from the opening cool. scene, this man is on a mission, and that's to kill every one-armed man he comes across. I mean, th- this guy was a terror. Uh, you know, he, he killed a, an innocent bum in a restaurant. He jumps into a tournament and just, just kills the fighter, kills the, the main guy hosting the tournament, uh, goes after the one-armed boxer, uh, you know, recruits a few people to, you know, along the way. I mean, this guy is just evil all the way through. And after everything that happens in the coffin shop, he, he's, he, you know, I mean, to me that it was over. I mean, obviously it was over, but I mean, it's just like not everything else. I mean, everybody could breathe easy and not just the one armed men in the area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, was, it was just, yeah, it was just, for me, it was just such a, a fitting scene to, to an, an evil end. Cool. What about you, Marsh? Defining moment. Um, mine actually went to. Uh, Iron Monkey in that fight over the uh, sticks on fire. Nice. Like that just, that, I mean, it could have gone, you know, like I said, for best scene or best fight, kill, whatever. But I I felt like in the end, that became kind of the defining moment of the verses for me. It was just visually and um, the fight itself. It was just really stood out and was really impressive. So, um, you don't see something like that very often, so it was pretty cool to, to see him fighting over these sticks on fire and shit. So I went with that. So for me, man, um, I I love, I really enjoy whenever I watch films that I haven't seen before, mm-hmm. and then I see elements of those films in things that I've already seen. You know what right. I mean? Because like. So, for example, I'm a big Tarantino fan. Uh, I put Kill Bill up for Pantheon. It's one of my favorite movies. And to watch Flying Guillotine and be like, that fucking song is in Kill Bill. You know what I mean? Or, like, <laughs> the uh, the Flying Guillotine itself is, like, Gogo Yubari has that fucking mace that she swings out. They're very similar. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just to right. see these, like, tie-ins and the influences of things that influence Tarantino, that you were like, hey, I understand now where he got that. You know, and that's really cool. I remember when we did the... Um, we did the Western Marathon, and it was uh, Once Upon a Time in the West. And just a lot of those those music beats, I was like, holy, this is a fucking Tarantino film. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've seen this. <laughs> and so that's really the defining moment for me is just the connection to Tarantino and just me understanding more about the films that I already love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, understanding those references now more or better than I did. Yeah, that, that so was like easy. Yeah, that's part of the reason we put that the, this movie in there is because it is one of Tarantino's mm. like favorite movies of all time. So yeah, throw that in there too because he's got a kung fu movie in our pantheon. So might yeah, as well yeah. give him a little bit of say, you know, and then what might go into our tournament. Uh, for me, I actually have a tie here. Um, I, I, you know, I've not been throwing a lot of love Iron Monkey's way, and I did like Iron Monkey. Um, and but what I like most about it is just Donnie Yen in general. I just Donnie Yen is really cool. Yeah. His fighting is amazing in this movie. Uh, he does a really good job. He pulls me in every fucking time. And then in Flying Guillotine, it's you said it for your best scene. It's the, those opening credits yeah. are just so cool. Like from the beginning, there was just a dude out in the fucking hilltop, just fucking cutting heads off dummies. Grabs <laughs> his fucking bird and is like, "All right, well, I gotta burn my fucking house down now." Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just fucking crazy, amazing music just kicking in with like flashes of light and like it looks like you know these people are like made of like fucking ink, like moving around. Like it yeah. is, it is like such a cool opening intro. If you haven't seen this movie, you don't intend to watch it. At least. 
just look up the, the intro to this movie on YouTube or something and like it, tell me you don't want to fucking watch it after you see that. Yeah. All right, Wayne. Who's the best director here? Uh, you know, up until just a few minutes ago, <laughs> I was kind of yeah. This is the third award. Uh oh. It is, oh. I, I can't help it. Uh, after talking with you guys, I was gonna have you know whooping you in Iron Monkey just because of a great job you did the wireworks and stuff. But you Wang. You fucking wank. <laughs> you wank? You know, realizing that you know, he wrote this, he directed it, his lim- what he, he limited, limited budget, what he did and how he made it look, mm-hmm. you know, just impressed the fuck out of me. So I am doing a last minute change. Uh, best director is going to you wang. <laughs> God bless <The> you wang. <laughs> All right, Marshall. <laughs> I just got that. You wang. You wang. I mean, I appreciate Wang just as much as anybody. <laughs> I like you Wang as much as anybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate that it was a passion project for him, and, and he, he, you know, wore a lot of hats for that film. But for me, it's Yun Mo Ping for Iron Monkey. Um, like, like we said, it, it's. It's a more solid story overall. It's well shot. The wire work's pretty awesome. Um, the characters are fun. Um, so just, yeah, for the overall uh, way the film came out, I just got to have to give it to Yun Mo Ping for Iron Monkey. Though I do appreciate uh, Wang. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love a little Wang? <laughs> Uh, so no, I, I agree. I think that I think that Ewing does wear a lot of hats, and that's really impressive, and that's kind of what you're looking for in this category. <coughs> but also, you know what? Like, I'm gonna give it to uh, Yen Muping. We've watched. Uh, I think I feel, I feel like we've watched many Yen Muping films for this marathon, mm-hmm. or for the the marathon altogether. Sure. And we've only watched two. I, think I feel so. like we've really? watched several. I uh, anyway, no, but we we we've watched I, I think a few. And I feel like every time I see him, I, I, I just keep surprising me with shit. Um, I feel like Iron Monkey is a is a definitely a, a... I would have thought, if you had told me that Yen Wuping directed one of these movies, I would have said it was Flying Guillotine. Right. Like I, that, yeah. that seems more like a film that, that he would do or that I've seen. But I think uh, Iron Monkey is like a completely different thing, and I, I was really impressed by that. And I, I think altogether, I, I think... Yeah, fucking the Master of the Flying Eighteen is a fucking cool character. I think this is this is a lot like when we did the Jason the the like yeah. Jason one got a whole lot of fucking awards, but it's not the better movie. You know what I mean? I, th- I think I think Iron Monkey is the better movie, um, and I think the whole experience, the the storytelling, the cinematography, the characters, uh, a lot of it it just it just comes together in a better package, in my opinion. And a lot of that comes down to just the the direction and his style, and so. I'm going to give it to Yen Wuping. Yeah, I think Iron Monkey is a better directed movie, but I'm giving it to Yu Wang. Um, what the because, fuck? <laughs> because it is that, it's that passion project. It's that person wearing a hat where they're directing, they're writing, they're starring in it, and they, they're doing it with no budget whatsoever. They're just out there to make as best a movie as they can. And they did and, it. And that's, that's what he's doing. Like, even, even the characters, even though they kind of can look ridiculous at times, like, they look pretty good for as ridiculous as they are. Yeah. Which is kind of strange. And, like, and the fight choreography looks great on, on screen. It's it's not, like, poorly directed. It's just, you know... No, no. It's just gorilla. It's very, like, no, low budget that. and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think he makes some, some cool... Tro- like, even cutting the heads off the bodies looks fucking cool. Like, those bodies yeah. look pretty, yeah, fucking le- cool. pretty fucking legit. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm giving it to the to Yu Wang. 
I think it's cool that you literally said, I think that Iron Monkey is the better directed film. Direct, direct, <laughs> but I'm going to give it a better film. I don't think he's a better director in this case. I will I actually explain I think what he just said on my last <laughs> award. No, yeah. I understand. Because there's a lot that goes into directing, not just like pointing a camera at something. Yeah, like, yeah. There's so much that goes into it and, and planning and all that. And to have his hands in, in that many pots, you know, before the movie even gets started. Uh, and I he, you know, helped with editing and all that shit too. So, I mean, mm. that movie is... That is him, you know. So sure. Uh, wild card award. Wild card, bitches. Uh, mine, I, I gave to Master of Flying Guillotine. I had to give a best weapon award to that fucking flying yeah. guillotine. How badass is it? I mean, we've seen swords. We've seen spears. We've mm-hmm. seen flaming bamboo poles, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. But where will you see this hat on a chain with a fucking saw blade inside yeah. of it? You know, you know, right and, I'll, and I'll just let her spoiler warning. I have the exact same thing. It's right on. <laughs> so, well, there's no other answer. No, right. no, no. Well, you know what? I think it's I think it's cool. Like, I wanted to give an award to the, the flying eating. Fuck. Apparently, it's a real fucking thing. Like, apparently, oh, really? It, I, I yeah, didn't know and that. no, it, it was, it was almost a, a what the fuck. Um, so like, there are like whatever like ancient like drawings of this fucking thing. Like, they're, they're, like, there's no none that still exist. But apparently, it was a fucking thing. No shit. Yeah, you can go to the wiki page and look at it. I, I thought this guy just had an idea for a great, great weapon and said, "I'm gonna make a movie." No, out apparently, of this, this, was, this, this was. I mean, I don't know how widely used it was, or if it, even it was just that. But but there's a Wikipedia page that says like you know what I mean like. This is they're basically like drawings and accounts of that this oh, was a fucking shit. weapon, you know. Nice. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, I was I was just really impressed by that. <laughs> Hell yeah! We got this fucking kung lao hat on a fucking chain. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sick, dude. All right, Marshall, what you got? Uh, so for my wild card, I came up with what I like to call the Street Fighter Inspiration Award. Ooh. Um, and. For a long time, I thought it would, there was only one option, which was Master of the Flying Guillotine. But actually, in Iron Monkey, in um, the fight with um, the Royal Minister guy, he does some Street Fighter esque moves yeah, as well. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like he does kind of like a little, like a, a spinning, you know, flying kick, and he does a shit. He does something else too. And so I was like, oh, well, it actually both movies have Street Fighter like. <laughs> Uh, type mm-hmm. fighting in it, but it went to Master of the Flying Guillotine though, that's just true. for you know, like we said that you had know, fucking Dalsam in it, like that yeah, doesn't yeah. get more mm-hmm. inspirational than actually having that character. Um, so uh, yeah, I just like I said before that the characters in that were so creative and cool, and and uh, you kind of had like Raiden, like you said as well. Mm-hmm. Well, he in Iron Monkey, right? Well, that's Mortal Monkey, Kombat, yeah. Marshall. Come I don't on. Know. Uh, no, so but I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, yeah, this ahead. said the flying guillotine is a legendary Chinese weapon used during the reign of the Yongjing Empire and the Qing Dynasty. Huh? It's like, I mean, whatever Wikipedia is your source, but whatever, right. like, it's a can't imagine there's too many people that accurate with it. Maybe I don't know. Eh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Some of the yeah. All right. Uh, my award is called the Kung Fu Ending Award. All right. So <laughs> I, I I'm not a big Kung Fu fan before we started doing this tournament. And one thing I've learned by watching, you know, these legit <laughs> Kung Fu movies is that when it gets to the end, it the just movie ends. ends. Yes. Like the bad guys beat fucking movie. Just run credits. Right, it's not that they just they just hit the ground, then it's like, boom, like hit the ground, boom, ba, na, 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 <laughs> or they jump in the air and yell, "I win!" Yeah, exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly, freeze frame. 
fucking Breakfast Club ending. <laughs> but, so this one, hand, like I came up with this award before I watched either of these movies, and it hands down is Master of the Flying Guillotine. He kills, he kills him, and the movie is just fucking over with. And Iron Monkey, they like do another like five minutes, like trying yeah. to set up sequels and stuff. I was like so that. disappointed like, by that. Too. Right? And I was just like, man, if you had killed the governor and ended, you probably could have taken it because it's a cool end fight. But like, no. Master of the Flying Guillotine, he just like kills him. And he's like. All right, well, we're done here. <laughs> End movie. What's for dinner, bitches? <laughs> Fucking kung fu endings. Like when we watched the Shaw Brothers one, I was like, man, all these endings really annoy me. Now I expect my kung fu movies no, to end yes. that way. You know, that's what I really like about doing these marathons, right? Is that yeah. you? You, fi- you figure out like what you like about something. It's like it's like you do a James Bond one, uh-huh. and you're like, okay. What's my favorite gadget? What's my favorite Bond girl? What's my favorite henchman? And you think about those things. Well, okay, well if I'm gonna if I'm gonna write a James Bond movie, these are the what these are what I want in it. This is this is what I think makes a good Bond movie. Same thing with kung fu movies, man. Where you're like, okay, now that I know, you know what I mean, like what I what I like in a kung fu movie. Here's how I would do it. And that that's really, yeah, I agree with you. I I think the fucking dude ends done. Yeah, I 100% just fuck and it's, it's not like it's not like credits. this was like the last movie in this. they did more movies about, <laughs> about yeah, the yeah. one hour boxer and shit so like they could have easily set up other movies but they're like nah fuck it just like just stop and then like we'll have a guy blow up another house at the beginning of another movie and then bring this character randomly yeah, back yeah. in so yeah just the kung fu you know what we, we didn't watch the other uh, one hour boxer movies Mm-mm. but so this is a sequel to the one hour boxer right, right. I read the synopsis to that. He doesn't fight two students in that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, woo. I thought, I thought, oh, oh, well, that was the first movie. They died, sent the letter off to the master or whatever, right. and that's the second movie. No, it's a completely different <laughs> fucking thing. That just happens in the interim between films. Like, yeah. I don't this know, is, that was fucking weird. Same, we did uh, One-Armed Swordsman for, for the tournament, yeah. and, like, it's the same guy playing it, but it's a different character. It's very strange. But he doesn't have one arm in real life. Like, no. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Like, he got yeah. niche played into playing guys with one arm. He just really, that's his thing. He plays guys with one arm. That's fucking weird, isn't it? That's <laughs> fucking weird. Because he doesn't have one arm, but he's played multiple characters that have one yeah, arm. Yeah, that's cool. If I, can, if I can perfect this. I he probably lives master. in this town that's full of one arm fucking people <laughs> that guys with hats go around and kill like the fucking odd job and shit. All right. We are down to the last category, best which picture. is Best Picture. Now, Wayne, I believe you did not have any ties, did you? No, I did not. Nathan, you didn't have any ties. I did not have any ties. Marshall and I did have ties, so your guys' awards are going to be worth three points apiece, and Marshall and I will be worth one apiece. So let's figure out how this goes down for Best Picture. This this was a bitch. I originally had down Iron Monkey. Uh-huh. And this is one of the awards I called Brad beforehand and changed. Um, you know what? It, both movies were great. Yeah. And, and as far as bet, Best Movie... It would be Iron Monkey, just because it's better made and so forth. But I thought, you know, that's... No. Fuck that shit. <laughs> what, what you know, since when have I been that fucking guy? <laughs> you know? The fuck's happening to me? Man, imagine, I watch movies to be entertained, to escape real life. I, I love it. Now, which one did I have the most fun with? Which one... You know, which one do you want to watch again? Exactly. That's, that's what I used to say. Like, what one? If you put a gun to my head, what am I putting in right now? And my winner for best picture would be Master of the Flying Guillotine. Huh. I, I I had this thing memorized after the second time, but I watched it a third time before I brought it back to nice. Brad, just because I fucking loved it, and I, I'm gonna buy it, and I know I'll watch it half a dozen times before it's all said and done. It, cool, just man. so like I said, Iron Monkey was a great movie. I've got no problems with it whatsoever. But Master Flying Gint was just exceptional in, in that fun and entertainment area. And to me, that's why I gave it the best picture. Nice. Marshall, what about you? Yeah, I mean, kind of like I said with uh, the director, like I appreciate what he did with um, Flying Guillotine. Um, and it's, 
certainly a fun movie, but I did have some issues with it. Like I said, there's, there's kind of a dry spell in the middle there, but the tournament wasn't quite as much fun as I kind of hoped it would be with all those crazy characters. Um, so in the end, just based on production value and uh, acting and whatnot, it, it, it's Iron Monkey for me as the best picture of these two. Um, that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy Flying Guillotine because I did. It was, it was pretty fun in its own right. Um, but for me, the, the overall best picture uh, was Iron Monkey. Yeah, I agree. I think Iron Monkey is is the is the better picture. Um, I like Flying Guillotine. I think that I I think that Iron Monkey is the is the one that I would I would recommend to, to I could recommend Iron Monkey to anybody. I think anybody could like Iron Monkey. I think there's a specific kind of person that would like Flying Guillotine, and I think those people would love it. What do you mean by a specific kind of no, person? No, no, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that you have to be into that kind of movie, or you have to. There has to be. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to work and be like, yo. You need to watch fucking Master of the Flying Guillotine. See, I would because I think I think people I, I think people would just be like, "This is fucking stupid." Because I, not, but I think Iron Monkey has more has broader appeal. I think you know what I mean. Um, I also just think again, I think it has better characters. I think it has better plots. I think it has. Um, I think it has everything. Uh, I think that, that, that again, this reminds me a lot of um, uh, of the uh, the Friday the Thirteenth. Um, where, yeah. where it was like you know Jason one got a lot of fucking movie he got a lot of points um, but in the and, and as much as I liked the movie I didn't want to see it win because it's got one fucking thing that I think is badass but that's not the whole movie I you know what I mean I, yeah. and that's kind of the way I feel about it I disagree but um, I understand <laughs> well uh, for me it's Master of the Flying Guillotine I had uh, so much more fun with this movie uh, and and it comes down to I guess you know the fighting style is, is a part of it too like. I'm not as much into the wire work kind of fights, which I, I don't I don't mind. I thought they look great in this movie. I think Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, they look great. But like I prefer that like just balls of the wall going at it, like two guys or like cool fucking weapons and shit too. Which mm. this has both of those, so I really like that. And it's just like like I said, what do I want to put in again? Like I'll watch that first like ten minutes of Flying Guillotine fifty <laughs> times in a row before I watch Iron Monkey again. So I uh, easily goes match with Flying Guillotine. Uh, in in my opinion. Alright guys, well that are our award those are our awards right there, so we're gonna tabulate all, right. all our votes and uh, see who came out the victor. So hold on tight. Alright, we have tabulated our votes. Uh, and before we get to that, we're gonna talk about the Facebook poll that some of you people participated in. Uh, Nathan, you wanna talk about that? Uh, yeah man, so not a lot of votes compared to uh, some of the other polls that we do, but let's be honest, like not everyone's seen Master of the Flying Guillotine and Iron yeah. Monkey. You know what I mean? So uh, it was uh, 11 votes for Iron Monkey and 17 for Master of the Flying Guillotine. Oh, so wow, Master of the Flying Guillotine actually way up ahead, which I guess surprised me. Iron Monkey was ahead for the longest time, I was think, it? too. So yeah, I, I think, think it was. I think Flying Guillotine just kind of pulled ahead. Maybe maybe us doing these got people to watch them. And oh, they could went, be. And yeah. you know, they were like, oh. And they went with that. See, that'd be cool just to know people watch this because we were going to do it. You know, something they wouldn't normally watch. You know, a lot. You know, it just got me thinking. Uh, a lot of times we do this, um, and these films will be like on the national archive or whatever. Mm -hmm. You can watch them for free, or you can find them online. We should probably, when we do the polls, also post a link to that. You know what I mean? So yeah. if people want to watch it. Hey, here's a link that you can watch for free. Yeah. You know, or whatever. You know, just so hey, people. This one just happens to be on Netflix. Like, yeah. Watch it while absolutely. It's Maybe we should just start doing that. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. All right, well, that poll, as much as it does matter to us, you know, in our hearts, does not matter when it comes down to the table. <laughs> what matters when it comes down to the table is our awards. 
And the Golden Idols went this way. Iron Monkey had 33, and Master of the Flying Guillotine had 42. Nice. So uh, most nights uh, we, a film would go up for Pantheon consideration, but this is a film that's getting elevated into the tournament, so we're yeah. not even going to talk Pantheon tonight. Um, but we can't talk about you know the, the winner in general or this this marathon in general or this versus in general and how you felt about it. So what, Wayne, what did you think? Uh, this was a great versus. I mean, some really tough decisions to be made. Uh, both movies were great in their own right. But I'm just very very glad Flying Gate team got it. I'm looking forward to watching that again. And I think it'll be a better matchup for the winners that we have so far. What about you, Marshall? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, watching an old seventies, like you say, kind of grindhouse style kung fu mm-hmm. flick it was always fun. It kind of reminds me of like Saturday mornings with my dad or something, where you yeah. flip through the channel and you catch this old school kung fu movie. Um, and then paired with a, a really cool kind of wire, unique um, Iron Monkey. Um, it was fun. It was, it was a lot of fun to watch these two films and kind of pit them. It was surprising to me. I, I going into it thought Iron Monkey might. Uh, kind of run away with it since it was a more polished film um but surprisingly you know not as much for me but uh playing guillotine had a lot of really cool stuff in it too though um mm-hmm. like i said a lot of really unique characters some really cool uh, fights um so it, it certainly uh pulled its own weight and it pulled it out and won at the end so that's pretty neat yeah i'm happy with this i mean you know like i i had more votes i think i definitely wanted iron monkey to win but i'm oh, cool i'm cool with flying guillotine um, to be honest, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where, like, I could see maybe a point or two from either film mattering in the tournament. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's, so in the end of the day, like, yeah, cool. You know, let's, let's see what it looks like in the end. You know, like, what, which one's going to have more of an impact on the fight? You know, the, the best villain was already probably going to be Pyme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, if, if anything, all this means is that, that conversation will, will be Pyme or Fushang, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, like, so I, I haven't seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but unless an enemy in there no. blows, me away, <laughs> blows me away, it's going to be well, it, those I, two I, guys. I think, well, whatever. Jade I think Jade Fox is fucking way underrated, but I, she's not yeah. comic book supervillain like fucking Master yeah. of the Guillotine. So. I'm going to watch that tonight when I get home, actually. There you go. That's a great idea. Um, yeah, and for me, if I had Monkey in one, I don't, I don't think it would have taken anything in the tournament for me, but... This might take one or two things. Definitely, I, soundtrack. It's going to be hard to say that anything could take the soundtrack from this movie, but you know, blood sport. You think? Uh, you think sounds? You would <laughs> end of the dragon. End of the dragon's got fucking man. That, yeah. I wasn't as big into that as as other people were. This this fucking soundtrack for this movie is it's fucking good. incredibly cool. Um, so, yeah, and then Lone Wolf McQuaid is a ripoff of, like, Ennio Marconi, so... Oh! Oh, in um, the nuts. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed this. I love that they were two, like, starkly different films, but had yeah. just enough in common to, like, to, to do these categories and make it work. So I was, I was pretty happy with this uh, overall, but our train doesn't stop here, because we have one more of these left, and we're going to do uh, Drunken Master versus Legend of Drunken Master, two Jackie Chan heavyweight films, you know, one very Chinese, one a little more Western... Uh, to, to see what's going to come out and be the eighth and final film in our yeah. tournament. So mm-hmm. that'll bring us to uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Enter the Dragon, Ong Bok, Bloodsport, Fist of the White Lotus, Lone Wolf McQuaid, and now Master of the Flying Jesus. Guillotine. We're going to be some busy motherfuckers. Yeah, we certainly are. But these oh, are wait, pretty, I watch movies every night. Yeah, these are pretty <laughs> like, easy to digest films, so that, that oh, won't yeah. be too bad. Um, 
And, you know, and the train will keep rolling on from there. Next year, we are going to uh, hit really hard on comic book movies. We're going to do Phase 1, Phase 2, Phase 3. We're going to do a lot of verses and things like Blade and Hellboy and stuff like that. So you got to really pay attention to those. And I know, Nate, you wanted to say a little bit something. Well, no, I just feel like it's the right time to talk about Stan Lee. We we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on it, you know, but, like, this was a death that I feel like really impacted a lot of people. You know, know, me, for sure. I mean, I, I can't. I can't, you know, overstate the impact that he's had. Enough. You know what I mean? He's he's had he has a controversial kind of history, and you know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it is what it is, man. But Stan Stan Lee was an important fucking person. And, I'm not uh, even a comic book guy, and I thought, you know, he was just fucking amazing. The worlds he created for people. And, yeah, and I, I think you know you can rightly sort of criticize Stan Lee for sort of taking the spotlight, like you know, for sort of like taking credit for other people's work. And sort of like hogging the spotlight a bit, but you know what? I think comics needed somebody with his charisma mm-hmm. and his sort of, you know, just his uh, his appeal. And I, I really think that he's, I don't know, man. He was really important. Yeah. And he people shouldn't let the, those sort of things diminish the things that he For did sure. do. Because I mean, yeah, he took characters and like you know, Jack Kirby did a lot of the work, and he would yeah. like just be the the voice of it. But that doesn't mean that he didn't do shit too. Like he right. he exactly. created worlds and characters and stuff on his right. own. Like it, that didn't need Jack Kirby and all that. So. And, you know, I, I often hear, um, I just wanted to bring this up, so I often hear people say, you know, like, oh, you know, when uh, they'll make some sort of big political thing in comics or in mm-hmm. art or, or or even, you know, sports or whatever, uh, I'll just use comics, for example, like, you know, I don't want fucking politics in my in my comic books and shit, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you, you hear that a lot. You know what, like, that's what comic fucking, books were. that's yeah. what they were. So Stan, Stan Lee's a, a, you know, a, a Jewish person working in, to create comics at the heart of fascism, mm-hmm. and, like, that's... Cape Comics rose out of that. You know yes. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's about fighting against evil. You know what I mean? And, and fighting and standing up for people that need you to stand up for them and shit. And I think that that's fucking important as well, especially, well, today more than ever in, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just think it's important we talk about Stan Lee and it's it's apt, you know, next year we're going into the superhero stuff, not just because of Infinity War, but also because I feel like other people want to talk about Stan Lee. Yeah. yeah, people want to talk about comics. Yeah, we need we need a love letter to the man. Yeah. I, I mean, we've gotten a lot lately, but we, we need a, a big one. Marshall, what are your thoughts on uh, Stanley? Oh yeah, I mean, it was saddening to hear that. Um, but like you guys have said, you can't really overstate his impact on um, obviously comics, but just you know, kind of the entertainment world and then what comics have become now and what they you know what kind of market they are and what they mean to people. Um, like you said, that it's it's you know current myth. You know, it's it's that escape where people can you know invest in these surreal characters, but there's always some sort of grounded reality to them. You know, there's a there's a certain story they're trying to tell to to, to teach people certain lessons, and so he was clearly you know at the top of the game for that for a long, long time. And so yeah, I think it's pretty you know apropos that. You know, we set it up next year to do comic books, and uh, with his passing, I think it's going to make for a really, really interesting year and in the discussions going forward with all these films that that get got lined up. So, I'm looking forward to it. You hear a lot of people talk about uh, Marshall about like the cameos and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, you, you know, he did you know, yeah. all these great cameos in films, and to me, that was you know, when I was a kid, Wayne, like reading comic books was like it was like a nerd thing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I, I got a lot of shit for reading fucking comic books when I was a kid, and like. You know, it's grown. I'm happy that it's grown into this thing that like 
everyone enjoys. Like we we talk about yeah. mo- comic book movies on AV more than almost anything. Pretty much. It, yeah. it, that's you know I, I for for I think for a couple of years I was critical of that. It was like you know hey I was it's too. AV like let's talk about Marvel. You know what I mean? But like <laughs> that's kind of that's what people want to talk about. It's it's and the cameos to me were always Stanley sort of sort of interjecting and being like kind of like hey look guys we made it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like we're cool now. You know what I mean? Like, all that shit that you got made fun of when you were a kid, like, it's cool now. They think you're cool. <laughs> you know? So Now, now that you're yeah, middle-aged. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, yeah. But yeah. No, that, I mean, that needs to be said, because, you know, we, we didn't have, like, an episode to talk about it this week, um, and it's going to be a big thing next year, but, you know, Stanley going to be gone, but he's, you know, certainly going to be, uh, even with the Marvel Universe, you know, the films, he's going to carry on forever. And for oh, sure. he's going to be remembered for a very long time. Yeah. There's no denying that. The, the, the Shakespeare of nerddom, you know, <laughs> really. Um, but that brings a yeah, nice closer. You know, talking about sad deaths. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the end of this episode. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you, where can we find you, Wayne? Uh, you can find me at Adventures in Video Land on Facebook. Cool. Marshall, where you at? Uh, Instagram at uh, Focus Jones, and then certainly on the Facebook page, Adventures in Video Land. Yeah. Oh yeah, Facebook man. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Facebook and Movie Script Life everywhere else, and you can follow Adventures in Video Land on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pornhub, WordPress, uh, the, the Space Jam website. Uh, we have adventuresinvideoland.com, which Brad works tirelessly on, and I'm sure this you know marathon stuff or this versus episode will be up and and going pretty soon, and you can see the the tournament results uh, pretty soon too. But uh, I think that's it, guys. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Did you guys enjoy it? Oh, for sure. Fuck yeah, that was a great episode. Marshall, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. Go buy my, go buy my brother's book. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> the burgeoning heart of uh, Bambi Bazooms. Is it? Yeah, Bambi Bazooms. Bambi Bazooms. So. Yeah. All right, guys, it was fun. Peace out.